What is up, sexy people of the internet? It's Dave, it's Duncan, back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from Irish progressive tech noir band, The Enigma Division. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brain matter all over the wall. What? Just, no, I like, well, don't, I don't want to Craig David this, but rewind. Right? <laughs> uh, what? Irish progressive tech noir band the enigma division the band's self-titled new album will be released independently on january 27th and uh, this is the debut album from the enigma division doesn't even make sense now like <laughs> up is down left is right inside is outside what we're we doing here cats and dogs playing together um, first album first album um, and you're, you're thinking, you probably think to yourself, Dave, why, why, why did you pick this? Why, why are you picking this album, Dave? <laughs> why, why you pick, Dave? <laughs> why you pick? Um, well, I, I, I'm sure there's a story. <laughs> well, a little bit. There's a, there was, there was a, a keyword in the press release, and I was like, oh, as I was reading, I was thinking, wait a minute here, my interest is now peaked, Duncan. Um, turns out, two of the guys in this band. Mm-hmm. We're also in another band that I was particularly fond of. Oh, here we um, go. That band called it a day in 2017. Uh, they were on Candlelight Records, oh. and they were called Zerath. Ah, I remember Zerath. Yes, um, yeah. It's Zerath's third album, three, um, was like I spun that album relentlessly mm-hmm. back in the day um, I actually reviewed it for our old website Rock and Roll Reviews back in was that about 2014 something like that yeah 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 um, still play it um, so when I saw the guitarist and the drummer of Zerath were involved in this project I was like okay I definitely check out need to check out more of this to see what mm-hmm. it's all about um, so we've got uh, guitarist Connor said uh, the Enigma Division started as the brainchild of myself and Ronan Burns uh, we both have quite a r- wide range of musical tastes and the idea was to create a sound that combined all of those influences and make it our own it became a sound we refer to as tech noir um, as it incorporates our love for atmospheric 80s synth music oh, um, yes it does. <laughs> film score and science fiction combined with extremely groovy laden heavy riffs mm. Um, so it looks like it's the kind of three main members in the Enigma division that do all the, the instrumentation, and the drummer uh, Ben Wanders does most of the vocals on the album. Um, there are some vocals from a guy called Richard Thompson, who was the vocalist in Zerath. He's on one of the tracks, uh, Afterglow, um, as well as some guest solos and some keyboards from uh, Derek Sheranian, who has done keyboards for like Alice Cooper and Kiss and Dream yeah. Theater and bands like that. Um, so, um, first thing to note is this track, this track, this album is eight tracks, um, 64 minutes long. Um, however, when you inspect the track listing, a little bit closer, um, you'll see the final track, uh, which is called 1977 Ad Infinitum, is actually almost 20 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you maybe took this one off, it would be more palatable length to those that have a shorter attention span. Yeah. Um, so this looks like a it looks like an, an extended version of the album opener, which is called 1977. Uh, I think you're right on that. So. But uh, yeah, I'll come back to that. Um, firstly, 
let's start off at the beginning. Um, love how retro this is. Like the, that opening track, that 1977, so fucking 80s. Just mm-hmm. 80s synths, very 80s kind of like sci-fi kind of movie score type build up on the on the first track, um, which then builds um, into the second track, the Escapist. Um, funnily, when that track kicked in, I was like instantly transported back to when we were in a band together, <laughs> because I am almost certain that synth sound right at the start of the Escapist is something we used in one of our tracks. Possibly, Dave. I'd like... It sounds identical. Like it was like I'd, I had a kitchen sink approach to synthesizers, like everything, and the kitchen sink. Like, <laughs> like you should let every sound. The songs should have every sound, but there's yeah. 347 sounds, Duncan. Yes, <laughs> all 347 of them. Yeah, that, I, I don't know what this, the sound is called, but right at the start of The Escapist, I was like, we used that, 100% we used that. Um, but it's not long before you we jump right into some really kind of thick, bouncy, kind of progressive, genty kind of style riffs. Um, and that's as we're kind of off. Uh, my head was kind of like nodding from pretty much the start. Um, the guitar tone is like super kind of low and really bendy sounding Mm -hmm. uh, possibly an eight string maybe um but i was just like plenty skank face uh, stank face even (laughs) skank face stank face um (laughs) that when you put on your makeup really thick (laughs) skank face a wee bit more slutty you know but but, still very loose in style though skank face (laughs) Skank face requires you to get like a tramp stamp along the bottom of your back. <laughs> like a barbed wire run the arm tattoo. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think I need stank, a stank, stank face. face. Just to I'm clarify through. that. Yeah, like was stank, not skank. Stank face, not skank face. <laughs> skank face? Um, yeah, sorry. Not only does this have like riffs for days. But that that actual the kind of like bendy kind of flexible style of the riffs it is very Zerath. Like I could hear a lot of that kind of sound oh, coming yeah. through. Um, the, the the guitar like standard of Zerath was very high. It was one of my favorite things about the about the band. Um, they they had an ability to come up with like very inventive, very addictive riffs, um, and that kind of imaginative kind of execution is all over this as well mm-hmm. um the, these guys have got serious playing shops right across the board you know every member brings a kind of huge amount to the table um but it's not just like an album full of like it's not, it's not a bag of riffs <laughs> we use that back in the day as well this isn't just a big bag of progressive riffs um these guys have great songs as well like very well crafted arrangements um that will keep you kind of hooked in um but will also kind of present the the enigma division sound and its many sides um because although this is like riftastic um it's also got hooks like each track is very well balanced with Mm -hmm. a a really really nice kind of massive kind of melodic uh, vocal and some really cool kind of uplifting synths um after the the first track you've got the escapist um and that it kind of had me on board lyrically and melodically. I was singing that chorus pretty much after like hearing <laughs> it a couple of times. Um, and the, the way they kind of layer it up against the synth sounds, it's it's epic. It's quite, and we're not. This will probably not be the first time I mention this name. It's quite Devon Townsend, and in, in terms of the, don't know what you mean. 
in terms of the size and the kind of the, the kind of vocal style. Don't even know who that is. Um, <laughs> but um, there's also I was also picking up some kind of like Nevermore kind of vibes about it yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, although this is more kind of modern overall, you know, it's not as traditional kind of prog as a band like kind of Nevermore. Um, although they share kind of similar uh, similarity, uh, share similarities, um, I, I could hear like in the more kind of modern side, I could hear like little kind of hints of like textures or um, a band like kind of Oddland or something like that. Um, really good mix of styles from like uh, different eras, but like most kind of prog heavy albums, these these tracks are all like five minutes plus. Um, some of them into the kind of seven and eight minutes. Um, which works for the style, you know, it's a very kind of expansive sound, a lot of layers and building the sections, so that makes sense that it will follow that kind of blueprint. Uh, blueprint. Uh, I think this that was just a coincidence. Um, There's only like three people that are watching this video right now that are like, ah, David. <laughs> Genetic blueprint, our old band, just yes. in case you're wondering what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it works brilliantly. It tracks like um, Echoes in the Deep. Um, which is a little more like experimental, a lot more dynamic than the Escapist. Um, mm -hmm. But I enjoyed hearing that more technical side uh, and the guitar work, which is a little bit more intricate. Um, and they play with more kind of like sweeping kind of synth sounds. Um, that track also features uh, Derek Sheranian. Um, so you'd expect this track to be a little bit more synth heavy. Um, and it is, it's, it's fairly loaded. A little kind of solos in there as well, which is pretty cool. Um, even though it's a little bit more complex, they still make time for those like the big kind of heavy groovy riffs. Um, so uh, you'll keep your skank face <laughs> at the ready for uh, for those bad boys coming in. Just going to run with it now. Um, <laughs> yeah, they also give you uh, more in terms of like the kind of lead work, guitar solos, which are extremely good. Mm -hmm. um, and some nice kind of like breathable moments where they, they pull back, show more restraint, um, which shows you know, the kind of high level of songwriting you're getting from these guys on their first album, their debut. Um, to be honest, every track was kind of ticking the boxes. Um, Afterglow has got some stunning melodies on it. I mm. uh, love the tone of Richard from Zerath. I was a fan of his from before. He's got a phenomenal voice. Again, you know, Devin Townsend, you've got some similarities in there again um, in the kind of more like kind of tonal type moments, mm -hmm. uh, but very catchy, pitch perfect really. Um, and kind of that track kind of switches back into a more kind of simple song structure, lets the melody do the work. Um, so they do a really good job of not letting the album become too kind of overstuffed with ideas that, you know, it becomes like overwhelming to listen to. Um, the Age of Discovery, a bit darker in tone, had a little bit of a kind of contortionist vibe in places, um, but synth work very 80s as well, so a really cool balance of like retro and modern. Um, the chorus was maybe a little bit more understated on that one, but I felt like the, the riffs and the, the, the synth arrangement was, was interesting enough that I didn't really mind that the chorus didn't have, that the track didn't have like a huge chorus on it. Mm -hmm. um, Kaleidoscope, probably the biggest kind of groove on the yeah. album. <laughs> Um, can't help but like get totally sucked into that opening riff um, and again some kind of heavy um, Zerath vibes especially in the, the kind of darker art atmospherics and the, the sounds that they've used still got a very 80s vibe um, so it doesn't you know just sound like the Enigma Division doing Zerath you know it feels different enough yeah, um, yeah. to like separate the two um, if I had any like criticism of that track um, it would be the length I'm, I'm not sure it needed to be seven and a half minutes like i felt like it maybe just went on slightly too long um and then you've got clarity which is for me that felt like the typical kind of more stripped back closing track of the album um yeah. it sounds different to the rest of the album where they really lean into their clean side just deliver on the a lot of track you know what i mean yeah it really really is it yeah. would, like it's not 
it's not that dissimilar from something like a care of night or something it's got yeah, that yeah. kind of big big old sweeping kind of 80s ballady yeah. sort of well, power ballady sort of feel yeah it it's got the like electronic drums and everything on it you know what i mean um some some absolutely stunning bass work on that track though from ronan burns i was really really um really fascinated by his uh, his style of playing um the last the last track this uh, 1977 ad infinitum um, is that how you pronounce it? Infinitum? Infinitum. Infinitum. Uh, infinitum. Okay. Yes. Um, Latin, Dave. Which means, <laughs> uh, ad infinite means to go on forever. Yes, I knew that. Um, and it did. Um, that's where it kind of <laughs> lost me. <laughs> um, at first... <laughs> Actually, the time code disagrees with that, Dave. It goes on for 19 minutes and 51 seconds. So, not that um, I want to be pedantic, but... I, I don't know. I felt like... I felt like this was maybe supposed to be a bonus track to me. Um, yeah. It, feel, it felt like bonus material. Um, like, it just felt kind of added on. I felt like Clarity felt like the album Closer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I had a look at their Bandcamp page and it looks like this is supposed to be part of the album. It's not an additional bonus track. Um, this is like 20 minutes, a kind of instrumental prog kind of odyssey. Um, and that's very much how this came across to me. It's a, an all-encompassing voyage of peaks and valleys of dynamics and different tonal shifts um very much you know kind of like a movie score with like an intro that builds into something bigger and then takes you down various like proggy rabbit holes before bringing you out to another kind of you know that kind of fading kind of finish um Mm -hmm. and it's well done It's, it's musically and performance wise it's very well done but i didn't i can't say i really like connected with it um and it wasn't a track that I wanted to... When I was re-listening to the album, it was the one track I was like, I don't know if I can go back and, mm-hmm. and go through this again. The album felt like Clarity was the the end. That that was the finishing track for me. Um, it felt like the natural end to the album. Um, this track, I mean, as cool as it is, um, it felt like a kind of bonus for more like die-hard kind of prog fans. Um, unfortunately, it was just a bit it out with my comfort zone and taste but that aside i really enjoyed it uh what about yourself what do you think well we'll just tackle that last point okay. i'm kind of with you on that one okay um to, to me i mean they're, they're self-releasing it which i'd like now allows me to feel a little bit more lenient to what i was going to originally say right. like if, you, if you're self-releasing it you don't have a fucking like a big record label you know, giving you the album with the bonus track, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You're, you've, like, what you've recorded is what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And I like it as a kind of a riff on a theme. So that that opening track is really interesting as an opening track, but if we were to create a sim track from that, that's kind of what the last track is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an extended score version of that opening track. In fact, it even hits on those highlights from it. I think it uses the same samples, if memory serves, the same film samples in there as well. So it's just like an, ext- an extended player version mm-hmm. of, of the first track, which is fine. Does the album need it? No, it doesn't. Um, and that, I, I think that's the thing I come back to. Very much like yourself, the last track to me was track seven. And I yeah. kind of took this as a almost like when you used to buy like Nine Inch Nails albums and you get the remix album or you buy like a Fear Factory album and you would get the remix yeah. album. Like 1977 Ad Infinitum feels like like a, a kind of remixed to like you remember you used to get like trans versions of things would be like the trans cut which just basically meant weird atmospherics and electronics for about seven minutes and then the three minute track would play and then that was it. 
And I was mm. like, well, you didn't really do anything there. You just put your song in front of it. Um, I, to me, it, it doesn't feel like it's... It, it's not necessary, right? Mm. And I, I imagine from the band's point of view, I don't think they think it's necessary. I think that's why it's named the same as the opening track. Mm. I think they've even put it in there, Ad Infinitum, to me, like shows that the band themselves realize that what they're doing in the title <clears throat> is they're taking a theme or an idea and they're stretching it to its breaking point mm. and it does like because there's no focal grounded melody like the rest of the album has yeah it is very easy to get lost in it so yeah. and not lost as in i'm so lost in the music lost <laughs> as in how long has this got left um so so it's worth saying that mm. that removed i think these guys should be immensely proud of what they've done um once again, they're playing in pools where other bands are... They're not the first band to take 80 cents and mm -hmm. bring it to the prog world. It's kind of well-established now. Yeah. They're not the first band to bring those kind of like bouncy or kind of heavier riffs and add that to the mix as well. They've not done that. But what they are kind of at the forefront of doing is really exceptional songwriting. Mm. Um, like the musicianship across the board, notwithstanding guest list appearances, um, the music across the board is fucking excellent. Like the guitar work is, some of the guitar solos are like fucking nuts. Mm. Uh, just like clean, sweepy, but then they'll happily kick into like an old school cheesy 80s guitar like yeah. solo as well and make it sound once again like these things are just like they were always supposed to be together and you it was you that never understood this um the synth work is impeccable i'm a synth guy and like you've got this album is just a feast for the senses plenty of transitions plenty of different sounds like the key the keys work itself at times is as good as a guitar work and the guitar mm -hmm. work is exceptional um behind it all you have great drumming and i'm like kind of blown away by the fact that the drummer's doing the vocalist not because vocalists can't be drummers um but he's got an incredible range like so to yeah. me like if he wanted to just give up the drums and just do <laughs> vocals he would you know he wouldn't be shy of a buck or two he's, he's really really good at it. Yeah. great tone great range it sits in the kind of upper mid but he can easily reach those highs it did remind me a little bit old school nevermore so i'm glad that you mentioned that before um so you've got all that working for it as well. And then you just have, like, each sort of, uh, the press statement, and for the guys in the Enigma division who are like that, did he not read the press statement? And I'll have to reiterate this every now and again. I don't read the press statement. I go in blind. I don't know what you look like. I don't know anything about your details, where you're from in the world. I don't listen to the album. Um, Dave fills me in when we do these reviews, and as a result, I get to find out how close I am to the mark. So one, I didn't know that you'd self-released this. Two, I would never have guessed you were Irish. Um, never in a million fucking years. Um, but the, the interesting thing about that overall in terms of the detail was the fact that he mentioned films score because that was rolling through my brain quite mm. a bit was you know as a part of this that, that feels almost at times like a bit like the vangelis with the, the blade runner score or even an extension out with that into a little bit of john carpenter in there as well in terms of the synth work but mm. it's not synth wave either it's like yeah. classic authentic this is a synthesizer we are an 80s band let's do some van halen mm. um <laughs> so it's and it's, it's really well done the mix is fucking great like mm. everything has its standout moment everything is audible and clean crisp and precise without feeling like i don't have the greatest ear for this but it didn't it did not seem to me the layman 
as if there was a lot of quantizing going on here and a lot of fuckery. This, like, the guitar solos felt natural. Like, mm. really just, like, like they're in the moment, their eyes are closed, they're hitting the notes, and it fucking sounds great. Um, and, yeah, like you say, there's a great mix here of kind of kind of proggy metal, kind of proggy rock, um, 80s pop. Um, and then you, you come to a track like Clarity at the close, which is the band stripping things back and going for a big power ballad, which is a risky manoeuvre. Mm. Um, a very risky, risky manoeuvre, especially if your power ballad is going to be about seven minutes long. <laughs> is it going to overstay its welcome? And it, do, like, it doesn't. It, it's, it's well done. It really does bring it to a close nicely. Um, which, once again, without the band's comments, they might want to comment on YouTube about uh, track eight. Um, was that your intention? Was it not your intention? Do we like? Do we have it completely wrong? Are we fucking wrong? Is it like like like? Because like, neither one of us are huge prog fans, and mm. I, I think it's probably worth saying. Like, I don't know if this is the norm, like in in the in the prog world. All I know is these guys are exceptionally gifted musicians, really good songwriters. Um, which the two don't always go hand in hand. I think people think that's the same compliment is you can be an exceptional musician but a terrible songwriter <laughs> and vice versa you can be a great songwriter hmm. um but not a great musician so in your head you hear the most amazing songs you can maybe pin them down but when you get an instrument in your hand you can't fucking do anything with it <laughs> but they're they're both and also i i mean i don't know if there's touring plans i imagine with the amount of guest musicians it's either going to be played in the background or maybe to add that or um i think most of the guests are on that last track that right well that's that's good then that's good because like i I, to me this is the sort of music where like i would love to see this like in a king tuts you know what i mean Mm. like you get you're up the back and then like this fucking three four piece band comes out and they just wow you with just amazing incredible musicianship and catchy as fuck hooks Mm. Albums full of them. It's, it's riddled with hooks. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a great album. They they wear their influences clearly on their sleeve. I don't know if I necessarily agree with the the term noir in the in the title. There's nothing noirish about that unless you're thinking Blade Runner. Mm. Um. But then that's more science fiction noir. Uh, I don't know. We're not gonna get pedantic about that. Um. And then the last thing I would say is like just looking at the album artwork mm. and the font used for the the thing like that. As soon as I hit play and the first track kicked in, I was like, "We're home, perfect." Like, like it does it all. But like the attention to detail on on artwork, font, um, and, and even authenticity of the the, the, the way they approach and write the music, it's all there. They're, mm. they're really like I feel like I'm just repeating myself. Look, they're really good. They're mm. really really good. It got me interested in a genre that I am not often interested in. Yeah. So that's usually a tick. So. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Good. Um, so, um, scores for this uh, self-titled debut from the Enigma Division. Um, yeah, I found this a really, really enjoyable listen. Um, great hooks, as you said. Um, you know, some tracks maybe were slightly stronger than others, um, but the the riffs, the rhythms were right up my street. Um, as a drummer myself, I enjoy, enjoyed the overall feel. Um, the way it had been kind of hinged together. Um, and shout out to Ben Wonders, who does drums and vocals now. He is a talented motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Um, just you know, just as good a vocalist as he is a drummer. Um, and yeah, it's a, an album that flows very well. Nothing seems forced. Um, even the, you know, the 80 cents are very well blended, um, not to overpower anything else in the mix. Um, and I think as a, as a debut, it's a very strong um, start for the band. Yeah. Um, as you said, it's maybe not the most unique thing 
you know, I've ever heard. I've heard other bands do it. Um, it's different enough to their old stuff, but you know, it still has similarities to other bands. Um, I think, you know, for me, there was a, maybe a couple of times where I thought maybe the the, the tracks were maybe marginally too long. Um, the the last track, you know, the twenty minute epic, uh, not quite my tempo, but um, I would usually kind of, I would have stopped it after clarity for me personally, but. Still, for you know, for progressive metal fans, this is very much an album worth checking out. Um, scoring is difficult with this one. Um, if this felt, if this album finished at clarity, mm. I probably score it higher. All um, right, but as it is, as a, as an eight-track, sixty-five minutes, it. Oof, um, I'm going to go three point five on this one for me. Uh, what about yourself? I'm more forgiving. I'm going to give it a, like, the last track's fully fucking synths. I would be the worst <laughs> synth player in the world to sit there and go, it gave me a song where synths are just everywhere. <laughs> Bad album. It's a four for me. Like like yeah. I say, like, prog albums, like, they tend to, to, to gravitate to me. They tend to be, they tend to need to err more on the heavier side mm. to get my attention. Um, this one isn't on that, but still got plenty of heaviness and bims to it. It's just really, really, really well done. It got me excited about listening to it. I like, did spun this one a couple of times. Yes, the last track is daunting. Um, but notwithstanding, that's a fucking great album for me. Cool. Um, so that is the Enigma Division out on the 27th of January. Um, I'll put some links below to the band uh, and to their band camp so you can check out the album. Uh, let us know what you think. Stick some comments in below once you've had a listen. Uh, happy your thoughts and opinions on it. Uh, that is our review. Thank you for checking it out. Much appreciated. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. <laughs>